yo, 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 ha ha, yeah, you got your man, Santino Iliano, Sunny Ill, Mr. Pinky Ring Shining, now with me, could possibly be the only person or porn star to be sponsored by Nike, my man Mike, Max Dynamite, aka Shooter, how you doing today, brother? Perfect, perfect. Ready to just do it? Man. (laughs) Always, man. Now you've entered into the Squared Circle 101. We're here to discuss the sweet science. It's your power hour of pure entertainment. Make sure you hit us up at TalkToSmack101 at Twitter. Don't forget to hit us up at SquaredCircle101 at Gmail as well. Download the app Squared Circle. It's available in in the App Store and in the Play Store. Now how you feeling? You got something for me? Yeah, man, we're going on to something that really struck my heart. Uh, and I thought about it. And especially, like, me and you, man, not even trying to be conceited, man. We're pretty ta- we're pretty talented in a lot of other things, man. Like I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. Yeah, but uh, one of the things that really stuck with me and it, uh, it got me, don't get good at some shit you don't love. Don't get good at some shit you don't love, man. Like, like you can you can go to a job, you can have a job, and you can go through the motions. You can do it. You can be great at it. That's but a good one, same, man. And that was that's not even time, too bad. Like with any bad words in it, because that makes sense. The way the whole quote goes, it, it doesn't even sound offensive with just with that word in it. See, one more time for me. Don't get good at some shit you don't love, man. It's man. I've. Man, countless times, man, we said it. This is the best day of the week, man, because no matter how many jobs I've ever had, I've always been, I've always been blessed, man. I, and this right here, jobs is what I've had, I love I've to excelled, do. Hey, I've excelled. I've always it. been good at, man. So, and that goes for anybody. That's right. That's, that's for right. anybody, man. Don't don't put your your time and your efforts. And next thing you know, the next forty years of your life, just man, fly you by. Just, just fly by. Just fly by. And that's your, why we And your passion what we was do. singing. That's right. <laughs> like. That's why we doing what we doing today. We're here to discuss the sweet science and bring you your power hour of pure entertainment. I know you're gonna love it. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Squared Circle 101, you can find us anywhere. We're in iTunes, we're in Google Play, we're in Stitcher, we're on everything you could think of. We're there. We're trying to get that iHeart money. Hashtag boxing, hashtag talking smack 101, hashtag squared circle 101, hashtag iHeart money. Because that's the goals we're trying to get. We're trying to make sure we can do what we want to do and love what we're doing. And that's why that quote makes so much sense to me. And now, just if y'all didn't know, we internationally know now. We we got yeah, we got listeners all got, across the globe. We, apparently, we sure do, man. Ukraine, Peru, Switzerland, you know, my favorite country, Can- uh, Canada, Canada up north, man. We uh we're making some noise I'll, out there. I'll man. take it. And I'll I'm, take it. Hey, I'll take it, man. I want to give a quick shout out to my man Ronnie at the Firstborn, and that's a Twitter. It's Twitter.com forward slash at Firstborn number one st born. It, Make sure it, you hit them up if you need some production up in there. And, and the, reason why man, we sh- the reason why we shout them out is because the music that you guys hear, the cleaning list of the sound, especially if you know it. The echo like, of the ha-ha. Yeah, so like all this, you know, if you've been with us for a while, you know how far we've gone from the first episode to, which this is our 15th? This 16th, is our 16th show? Yeah, 16th show. Our 16th, your man, uh, your man firstborn was behind all of that, man. So, man, I love you, man, and I appreciate everything that you do, man. And also my man, Bruce Leroy. Show nothing. Ayo, man. And then uh, he's been a fairly recent supporter, man, but he really, really digs what we do, man. And uh, there's a a lot of things that you can 
you could do but like if you tell me you actually listen to the show and you're involved with that man i appreciate actually doing this it made me more appreciative appreciative of everybody doing their own thing man now so i feel like we could actually argue that i might even say i even put it out here like this my man bruce leroy was the first person who convinced me that i should keep doing this with you because he was probably the first person that we didn't know that was a fan yeah you know and no, i respect that yeah now let's give him a plug november 4th yeah the album drops hashtag home that's the name of the album Bruce Leroy got some skills. He can spit. Hey, find him on hit SoundCloud. Him on hit him up on Twitter yeah. at Chill Out Leroy. The boy can spit. Mad, mad love to you, bro. But then at the same time, I'm a little, I'm a little confused though, because I know the firstborn and Chill Out Leroy. You know your boy Sonny can spit. I got some flows here. Yo, hey, yo. Hey, hey, we're, we're, hey, we're, yeah. we got a show to do. 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 My bad, my bad. Thank you, man. My hey, bad. Now look. let's get into this here. We're here to talk about the sweet science. Eventful, eventful weekend coming up. Eventful weekend coming up, man. Now let's we got talk a lot about the past weekend, though. We had Juan Manuel Lopez versus Wilfredo at Vasquez Jr., a fight that's probably a rematch that was about three, four years late, which turned out to be a pretty exciting fight. Um, it was a pretty good matchup. You get to go first on this one. So, yeah, it was a pretty good fight back and forth. Um, nobody really impressed me. Um, entertaining. It was entertaining, though, man. Juan, uh, Juan Manuel Lopez, man, is Southpaw. Uh, he's the one. He was, it was, just like I said, nothing impressive. impressive. Uh, it was more a lot of feeling out, but uh, no real action, too, though. But um, he had a lot of ring generalship. Mm -hmm. So, like, he he started applying the pressure around round eight. Um, that's when he really closed in. I, it really, really, really closed in. And, really and, and to be honest with you, yeah. after watching it. The first four I, kind of went back and forth a little bit. But yeah. I don't know how I don't know how he slept them, man. It didn't it didn't it wasn't he didn't go and dominate to where mm -hmm. after he knocked after he knocked him out. I'm like, I, I don't understand. I what think that's happened. just a punishment catching up with Wilfredo Vasquez Jr. because he's he's the son of a great of arguably probably one of the best fighters from Puerto yeah. Rico, yeah. Uh, senior. And um, the first time they fought, his dad jumped in and stopped the fight when he was losing. And, uh, <laughs> and I think that, you know, that can always, that's all, that's, that's can never be good for a son when your dad jumps in to stop the fight. And I remember watching that fight. It, it, it was a real competitive one. He was still a little bit there, but at the same time, he lost this one. And I think time just catching up with him. And then the best thing that happened was probably after the fight. Yeah. Juan, Ma, Juan Manuel Lopez went right after the cornerman <laughs> and, and like they, he looked at him, gave him the nod, dude hopped in the ring, no words, they just started exchanging blows. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it was a box. You can tell it was a boxing family, man, because right. like he didn't even back up, man. No. He squared up with him. So and he got him with a nice little left like, hook there. Hey, just like the mentions, man. Sometimes the best fight was hey. after the fight, man. Hey, now so. they're both suspended, though. <laughs> I think for the entire 2017, Juan Manuel Lopez. That was probably one of his last fights, anyways. Um, uh, he got lucky that he kind of got into it. I don't know. He they, they got lucky they got this fight, period, because these dudes were two guys that nobody really wanted to see them fight anything no. at all. But I guess in Puerto Rico, we wanted to watch them have a rematch. But it's okay because it gave me something. You know what? It, boxing's like pizza. <laughs> Never, No such thing as bad pizza. I don't <laughs> think there's no such thing as bad boxing. You know, there's some that I may be disappointed with. There's but some, yeah. But 
I'm going to watch it. Well, I'll watch I'm going to watch it. it. Yeah, I'm, anyway. So. I'm with you on that one because, like, even bad pizza, I'll try it. At least. Yeah. I'll, I'll try it at least, and then I'll let you know that, that it was bad pizza. Um, also, another thing is, like, man, there's so many fights that go on across the world and just period. Uh, one of the things I was actually able to catch up, you know, because, you know, we go through all our notes and stuff like that and what us working and stuff. We only have so much time. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that I uh, watched. It wasn't too bad. Super flyweight. Name was Khalid Yafai. Khalid Jafai. Yeah, man, this cat was 19 and 0 with 13 knockouts total. So he has a pure boxer goes to the body a lot too. In uh, the fight that I watched with him in Johnson Tellus, uh, didn't have too what much. Was his name Khal- Khalid Jafai. That's K H A L I D Y A F A I. Khalid Jafai. And then uh, the dude he fought, jo- uh, Johnson Tellus, he, he pulled a Victor Ortiz out and headbutted him in the early <laughs> round. Like, just a blatant head. Hey, but the hook that came after the headbutt was actually pretty clean, though. Um, headbutt him in the... But uh, this guy just kept going to the body. Uh, you can tell Johnson Tellus was way out of his uh, league, mm-hmm. and so he covered up the whole time. But the reason why Back I wanted to bring this d- guy up was because what did he do? He went to the body. The, you go to the body, the head is going to follow. So that open, that open up, the body. The, he actually ended up knocking him down in uh, round three okay. uh, from I've the se- body shot. I've seen shot. Khalid fight before. Okay, I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. So he uh, he knocked him down with the body shot. So he, that uh, that fight was a little over a week ago, but um, I just finally got around to actually watching it too. So that's another up and comer that you guys might want to go uh, check hey. out too. 19 and 0, 13 knockouts, Khalid Yafai. Hey, it, it, we might be talking about him a lot more. <laughs> And it could be on either end. It could be on the canvas back end of it. It could be on the winning end of it. Because that's the beauty of the sweet science. Because you never know. One punch can change it all. That's what I love about it. Yeah. It's a little bit different from some of these other combat sports. Whether it's jujitsu, wrestling, or UFC, MMA. Boxing is, is, is definitely a game of chess. Every now and then you get some your, your power hitters. Like Mike Tyson coming in there. Changing the game with one punch. But that's what the beauty of it is. Now, there's a lot of things that was going on in the web here. Now, we're going to talk about the fight coming up this weekend. We're going to make some picks on that, but we're going to hold off a little bit on there. One thing I saw was I read a great article with uh, Robert Garcia, the trainer in California, Oxnard, California, right? Yeah. And he was talking about his man, Brandon Rios, Uh who used to be uh, one of his fighters. Yeah. Now, Brandon Rios left to go train with someone else, and in the interview, it was great because Robert Garcia was like, he even said that he was too comfortable with it. And he's glad that Brandon Rios is training with someone else because he looks like he has that hunger and desire back. Yeah. And then he brought up Victor Ortiz. He said, hey, that's a fight that should happen. Brandon Ortiz, Rios should fight Victor Ortiz. Apparently, they used to be stable mates, and there's a lot of bad blood. How would you feel about a fight like that? I would like to see Brandon Rios in a Victor Ortiz fight. I'm not bad. Like, the thing is, I don't not – I don't – not like Victor Ortiz, but he makes for a usually a competitive fight though. Just like especially pure pure entertainment, man. You know, kind of like a a poor man's Timothy Bradley or something like that. It's just like no, what? No, no. I like Timothy. No, I like Timothy Bradley. I'm saying it's just like Timothy Bradley. We say that. We say he. We yeah. Because he, you never nobody for headbutting him. But yeah, but you got you got somebody who's always entertaining. Yeah, Timothy Bradley's uh, a beast. It's my man. And then. Let me just make sure because I think this is Victor Ortiz's last fight. He lost to Andre Berto. Yeah, Andre Berto down in there, and, and that was a good, that was a good entertaining fight right there. I, I, I wanted to see Berto versus Danny Garcia, but Brandon Rios. I hope he does fight Victor Ortiz because this is. I feel like this could be a, a potential fight 
that would be very entertaining that could get either one of them a very big fight down the road because they're still young enough they could they should be Ooh. able to be competitive. Ooh. Either one of them. <laughs> Sorry, Victor Ortiz is done. Uh, what'd you call me? What? What, what was that, man? What was? Victor, what was Vic, that? Hey, I, I, I apologize. Okay. Victor Ortiz is done, man. Like you're, you talk about your man his last last four of his six bouts. Okay. Yeah. I give you that one. Yeah, he he's done. But on a lesser on a lesser battle on a high stage, you're not going to sit there. I'm not going to go out of my way to watch them. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll do yeah, that. Yeah, don't even front. Don't even front. I'll go out of my way to watch. I'll go out of my way to watch a fight. Mm-hmm. But like him and uh, Brandon Rios, Brandon Rios, Bam Bam, they always they always make, he always makes for a good fight. And I think both of them. You know what is what is what is what is Brandon Rios Mexican? <laughs> yes, I'm gonna go say I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a limb and I'm gonna say yes with that one. Okay, so um, I'm gonna say Mexican American because his first name is Brandon. Yeah, so unless they change his name when they so snuck him into the country. I don't think I don't think anything I don't think anything is gonna change with that whole uh, with their countrymen's background to where they're gonna sit there and brawl it out, man. So yeah, I don't think any of them are gonna start just boxing overnight. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't all. think it'll something that's gonna end in a decision. So yeah, I'll definitely watch that. How do you feel about Miguel Cotto not being able to find an opponent? I don't understand why. It's amazing. He's a he's a he's a, he's a huge name, and then just looking up looking up earlier, he can pick. He can, I still I still would give him the notice to be able to pick who he wants to fight. I fight him for right now. God damn it! I, I'm no. not saying it'd be entertaining. No not man, pay per view worthy. You'll, you'll fall out, man. I'm not. No, I'm not fighting Miguel Cotto. So how much are we talking? So Miguel Cotto. His last fight was Canelo, Canelo, which was literally a year ago, uh, a little under a year. I heard that he's trying to pursue a rematch with that. There is rumors of that, so that is a possibility for the beginning of next year. Because I do know they want they want Canelo versus Triple Golden Boy wants Canelo versus Triple G in the that's part. that's we're not even going to get into that. We'll 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 talk about that. Uh, what I mind seeing a rematch with him and Canelo. I wouldn't mind it, but well, I nah, I don't think he deserves. I don't yeah. think he deserves it right I don't think now, he honestly. Because I, I feel like he should have brought it a lot more with his, with the opportunity he did have. Well, I mean, it was a pretty entertaining fight. I just, I had that fight picked out, but like you have, if he stay, if he does like one fifty four, man, Demetrius Andrade, you still Ooh, got Lee, you got one. hey Liam Smith. Ooh, that's a good one too. So yeah. like you lost to Canelo. That's a solid you, one right Liam there. Liam Smith yeah. loses Gabe to Rizzotto. Canelo. Gabe, he's retired. Remember? So so Liam Smith. And uh, Miguel Cotto, both of them lose to Canelo, especially their last fight. I wouldn't mind seeing that, that though. Hey, Liam so Smith, be- is, beefy Smith, man. Hey, he just... even Ishe Smith from uh, the Money Team there yeah. from Vegas. That would be actually a decent fight as well. Maybe you, I wouldn't throw him in with Eris Landy Lara, but might want to do it. That would be a good numbers fight. Little, uh, where's Eris Randy Lara from? Uh, from uh, Cuba. He's from Cuba, and where is Miguel Cotto from? Uh, Puerto Rico. Yeah, I some good blood in that fight. That's right. That's yeah, right. So that would be a decent run. fight. Yeah. So he, the, the thing is, I don't understand how there's how not a fight. fight. You, how can you not get a fight? There's so many people out here, and in, just looking at the 154, even at 147, there's guys that can step up a little bit. He can fight like oh man, there's look at that. Erickson Lubin, you got you got so many cats because Miguel Cotto is still a name. He has nothing else to mm-hmm. prove. His record speaks for itself in who he's fought. Mm-hmm. So anybody besides that, it's gonna be money. It's gonna be more exposure to it. So if I'd be jumping up to take the chance, is it da- he's is still it, the third biggest pay per view draw right now. Is he dangerous? Yes, Always. he's still he's still dangerous. Just Fighter like Manny Pacquiao is dangerous, still dangerous. No matter how old he's Never getting, he's still he so. As a young as a young up and comer, I might want to take that chance, man. You never know, man. Hey, you make a name off somebody like that. 
I was hanging out with a chick this past weekend. No, you wasn't. And, and, Go ahead. You, you can lie to you. I was you hanging can... with a person. All right. That that wasn't myself. <laughs> okay. And and I was like, yeah, you know, Manny Pacquiao was fighting this weekend. And they go, who? Like, Manny Pacquiao? You don't know who Manny Pacquiao is? I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, you not have one Filipino friend at all? <laughs> not one? Possibly? Have you not seen any TV or any commercial? But that's okay. We're going to talk about more about little Manny Manny coming up here. Wait a minute. So if she's never, if they've. This person, I'm still not convinced this is a lady, if they'd never heard of Manny Pacquiao, what did they do last year with the Manny Pacquiao Mayweather? Because it was like, you know, old town tombstone, you know, in the streets. There was nobody out there if you weren't watching that I don't know that him fight. that well, and I don't live in the past, okay? okay. I'm going to sit ask it about those kind of things. Just, you and your personal questions. Right Let's <laughs> talk about man. my man, Kelbrook. Now, what about he him? says he wants to stay at 147. <laughs> he said his weight is right. And he's said some names. He mentioned Spence, but yep. he's eyeing Manny Pacquiao. He said it's Pacquiao, Spence, and Amir Khan. And Amir Khan. Now, him and Amir Khan, is they got to have this fight just for Britain. I'm not even British, but you got to have this fight. <laughs> Come on, we got to settle this. You. I'm tired of this. Before y'all are fighting at the age of 30 or 45, you know what I'm saying? I, I do not want this to turn into basically what this past weekend happened with uh, Manuel Lopez and uh, Wilfredo Vasquez Jr. fight way too late to happen. Yeah. Now, I would like to see him against Manny Pacquiao. Really. Personally. I would love to see him against Manny Pacquiao assuming he wins this weekend. That's assuming he wins this weekend. We can get onto that later, but Ooh. it's just with Pacquiao, you still not even trying to get into that because we're going to get into it in later segments, but with Pacquiao, you don't know what he's going to do mm -hmm. after this fight, win or lose. And uh, who says he has it in? Do you want to go out? Do you want to mm -hmm. go out? On, on a high note, on if high you note, win, yeah. I mean, so, or do you want to take, if you lose, do you want to take another punishment beating? Because you are fighting a younger fighter who's mm -hmm. still a champion. Mm -hmm. I mean, who still has it. So, it's, I mean, it all depends on that. But I honestly think he should uh, who do stay you, Who do you think would win that fight? Between Kell Brook and Pacquiao? Not going into too much detail. If you just had to pick one today. Kell Brook. Kell Brook, okay. He, he. <laughs> Look, too big, his, too cor strong? his corner had to stop the fight because of the broken orbital socket, man. Yeah. That man's that man's tough. He's a tough. He'll keep he'll keep Pacquiao off him with the power. But I mean, that's not even getting into there. I, I would take that. But um, why would you go down a welter? I mean, I mean, he. I mean, I guess he's still good. But the super the one fifty four, I think, is right right there in the middle. That way, he doesn't have to fluctuate too much, be going up or down. And how old is Kilbrook, by the way? I was wondering. I'm, I was wondering about that because he's a big welterweight and. Only a younger guy can go will be able to fluctuate his weight like that, and still be able to be effective and 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 fight good, you know, and be and be uh, co competitive at the same time. How old is that cat? What's his age up in there? Let me see. He's thirty years old. Thirty years old. Oh, I don't know. Thirty years old, still young age, still a young man. Yeah. Um, he can still probably make one forty-seven, assuming that he's. Eating right and take care of his body. But that's just so much. That's a lot, man. That's just so that's much. That's a lot. That's a lot. But see, he has till February 24th, respectively, to make his decision. Because considering what he just went through with Triple G, we can give him that time. That's fine with me. Yeah, he gets, he get, he, he gets a pass. I'll give him a pass on that. Now, we're, we are getting into the later part of 2016. So this is just not as much to talk about. So we got to find ways of entertaining y'all. So first off, I want to make sure you guys tell all your friends about us. Hit us up at Talking Smack 101 and that's on Twitter. Hit us up on Gmail at Squared Circle 101. You can find us in iTunes. Just search Squared Circle 101. 
We're in Google Play under podcast. Search Squared Circle 101. You could also find us in the Play Store and download the app, Squared Circle, because we got that KTFO section. The fights we talk about, they're going to be under recent bouts. Correct. If there's anything wrong with it, make sure you hit us up. If you think something's not working in the app, something's a little buggy, it's something you don't like, we need the feedback. We need y'all to hit us up and let us know, even if it's just a little you suck, because I don't think that's what it is. And because I'll put hands is... on you too, so watch your mouth. Oh, okay. Um, maybe not send us a you suck. Nah, give us the feedback. We need to know how to get better because we want to be better for you and for us. Because this is going to be your power hour of pure entertainment. And I want to give a shout out to the non-boxing fans that listen. Like my man, my man Luis, who, who's we've been able to help with his little commutes going back and forth to school. And to anyone else who's not a boxing fan that loves it. I actually want to give another shout out to uh, the homegirl Angie. She actually took a peep and look at the show and she said she loved it. She said we're really on to something. She's not a boxing fan at all, but she said it was easy listening. So yeah. those those are, the, those are the type of things that we do this Easy. for. So we we That's appreciate right. every listen, every view, any of that who supports. So you hear I that? appreciate I mean, all that. Easy listening like a Sade album. That's the fact right Or like there. a Lionel Richie mo- Sunday morning. Nice. That's what I'm talking about right there. Some soul. But now let's, I digress. Let's continue. Let's talk about this dude, Shannon Bridge, right here. You brought up a good fact about him what was it that you said about the 90s 2000s shannon briggs is the only heavyweight fighter to fight for a championship in the 90s 2000 and the 2010s that's insane that's probably the most entertaining thing and he's, that he's i think really he's the done. only fighter i've seen who's actually got like white hair and he's still sanctioned the fight right he, he's, he's got some he's he's not a white dude but he's got some white hair now he's his claim to fame also was uh, when he knocked out I believe uh, one of the Klitschko's. Uh, well, I think it was Vladimir. Vitali. It was Vitali. I'm sorry, one of them guys. It's when uh, he got. Well, what? Oh, uh, let me see. Because he lost. No, he lost, lost Vitali. Vitali. Yeah. He swore he did. Was who did he, did he knock out one of them? No. Nah, he fought him. He, he might have knocked him down in that fight. I, mean, I don't remember George Foreman. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember when he fought George Foreman. <laughs> that lets you know how old he is, man. Yeah, he yeah, beat yeah. George Foreman. Hey, who's his fight right after George Foreman? Right up there on Lennox top. Lewis. Lennox Lewis. Wow. When she got knocked out. Wow. Yeah, you've been around for a minute, my brother. But check it out. I, I respect that you made history books one way or another by being the only one to have this ESPN stat that we would probably only hear on first take. But that's a good stat to have, knowing that you were still fighting from the nineties. 2000, 2010. Because I remember... And only six losses, too, man. So you go three decades into the game. And this... One of those losses was to Lennox Lewis. Yep. Vitaly Klitschko. Who else is up in there? Uh, Some... Uh, you know, I got Shannon Bridge. I think confused with Samuel Peters was the one who knocked out Vladimir Klitschko. I'm not sure. So, and then they go. Oh, and I also want to correct a little error we might have talked about because one of the Chalo brothers is coming up, and we might have mentioned Julian Jackson, but he's fighting Julian Williams. And that's who they're actually decided to fight, and that's coming up with that. They almost supposed to go to purse bid, but I get they got they got that negotiation you know what? figured out. You know what, even thinking about this, man, because even when we were discussing this before, is you know, we're not perfect. Close, 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 but we're not perfect, man. You got Julian Jackson. We always talk about John Jackson, who's Kovalov's trainer. You got Paul Williams. So it's just like Julian. So it's it's a lot to keep up with. So you know, you know, a few mistakes here or there, man. I I'm gonna say it's tolerable. Is it wrong that we're getting all these black dudes confused with each other? It's not racist. I get a pass. Yeah. But, but you did tell me I was your hood pass. That's right. So I'm good too. Then. Yeah, you're I'm good, good too, too, man. I, I'll cover your shame. I got you. Quick question. Oscar De La Hoya, would he get a hood pass? 
Yeah, man. You need to. Yeah, he, Even with he, the drag? He, yeah, with the coke too. Okay, okay. With the coke, he was a partier, man. So, man, he, Triple I'll, G, I, I, would he get a hood pass? Yeah, man. Okay. I like him. You know, you know what? I, if Triple G was one of my friends, I would send him to beat people up because nobody would ever expect it. If you didn't know who he was, man, a little. He hey, looked, who's this boy man looking this, mug he, coming up in here? He, he looks like he could have been a Backstreet Boy member. He with deadly was. hands. I hope if he could dance, it would make it so much better. Oh, that would God. make it so much. Okay, I got a good one for you. Let me ask you this one. How about? Hmm. Would you give? Would you give Danny Garcia a hood pass? You know he's from Philly. From Philly alone, he oh, gets a hood pass. Just his neighborhood alone. Yeah, okay. Philly, Philly alone. I might, I might throw some names out to you. Yeah, <laughs> just for verification. Just if you didn't know. His name is saved in my phone book as Hood Pass Verification. So if I have to check up on any one of y'all, I'm going to hit on my man Shooter, and we're going to find out if it's okay or not. All right? That's how that will go down. Now, we just sat also and watched a pretty good segment we're going to talk about. But uh, they did they announced Anthony Joshua versus Eric Molina. Yeah. December 10th. It looks like December 10th is lined up for some decent fights. We're not going to go too deep in it, but Joseph Parker versus Andy Ruiz. And Terrence Crawford versus John John Molina. T Bud. On yeah. December 10th. Those are actually pretty decent fights. Now, we sat back, me and you, and we watched the My Fight from HBO talking about Kovalev and Ward. Yeah. That was pretty interesting. How it, did you feel about that? It, man, it made. Maybe miss a little more 24 7. What, what do we, what, that's exactly what we said. What right. was it, two weeks ago? Just, two yeah, weeks three, ago? Two, three, three show, weeks ago? Show, yeah. It's just, I missed that. I missed the in depth and the person, the personal, how it, you know, just how both of Andre Ward's parents was uh, on drugs, mom was on crack, dad was on heroin. It gets was right. But what do we say? Struggle has built more champions than privilege, man. So, and especially, you know, when Kovalev talked about his dad dying and his how he quit yeah. by his. his he boxed know, for three, four months, and man. his mom said within that three, four months, he went he, turned into he, a, from he a boy into, to a man. So it, it's it's stuff like that, the reason why, Talk man. This struggle, man. This, this sport is unforgiving, man. And so it's always good to hit. Those are still feel good stories, man. Those are Even great though it, feel good those stories. Are, those are foundations for That's people to go That's one of the best things I do love about boxing still. They're still raining as far for having the type of feel-good stories of coming from nothing and making something and out of it. You know what? You know what the thing about boxing is different from almost any other sport when it comes to that, though? Your background don't don't even matter. Don't even matter. It don't even matter, man. Don't you ain't worried matter. about getting into college. It don't even, like, anybody can take you from mm -hmm. anywhere. Mm -hmm. But, but, you know what's Hopkins crazy? out of prison became the fighter he Who is today. Who are you today. talking about? You know what I'm he's, he's, he's a promoter for, for Golden everyone. Boy, man. He's... So, um, but you know what else though? Uh, what I watching uh, that that segment with Andre War thing, Virgil Hunter is one of my favorite trainers though. But could he saw how special Andre Ward was and how advanced was he was at, at age nine? That's crazy. That's at age I feel like nine. He, I wonder if it was one of those movements like that movie uh, Kingpin where Woody Harrelson heard him hit the strike. I wonder if he like heard Andre Ward hit the punch bag like what? It was like he's like that was a good punch. He's like oh you saw that? I didn't see it. I heard it. Yeah. So, I heard it from across the gym. Yeah. Can you no. show me one more time? Yeah. No. So it's uh that's how special a fighter we're talking about. But like we we we. We could talk about that. We can have, we can talk we about can this fight that, over yeah. and over all week leading up to it because after even after that that HBO special, we ended up watching 
just interviews like the one at the Mayweather gym where the guy was just going through asking yeah, everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll get to all we'll get to all that later, man. Cause we <laughs> still got crazy. we still we still got a couple weeks for that fight to go around. Like in actually, I can't wait for that uh, that to do that show. I can spend most of it talking about Andre Ward and Sergey Kovalev because I still got an affinity uh, for Sergey Kovalev in my heart too. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. You got something over there you want to share at all? So a uh, couple of things is. Um, One's gonna go into the other. Uh, I was reading an article about on De- that Dan Raphael, who is mm-hmm. a ESPN sports writer, who's talking about how boxing has been a big, big disappointment in 2016. I'm going to Dan Raphael. I mean, the guy they never let on camera or ne- ne- never let he, anybody he, see who he is because he looks like he would actually be like a comic stop, book stop, nerd. Stop, stop, throwing shots. Stop throwing shots, man. Leave him no, alone. We cool, Leave him man. alone, man. Yeah, we cool. We cool. He looked like a villain on Kickass. Right. Is, That's what I'm nah, saying, man. But, nah, but um. I'm going to agree and disagree at the same okay. time. The reason why I'm going to disagree is because this year did bring a lot of good fights that you watched. But not enough. But not enough. Not enough You got all. to see the... No, no. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. This is why I'm going to This is why I'm gonna agree to disagree and vice versa. You got to see all the fighters that you like. You got to see the Triple Gs. You got to see the Andre Ward fight. You got to see, you know, Sergey Kovalev fight. You got to see Canelo. You got to see all these people fight this year. Just not each other. <laughs> so, so, so you know when you talk about the Keith Thurman's, the it you took know a whole year. Yeah, the Keith Thurman's, the Danny Garcia's, Garcia, all these yeah, guys. Yeah. You got to see everybody fight this year. Just you possibly not each other, argue so. that Adrian Boner's entire life for this year might have been more entertaining than some of the boxing fights that they made. Hey, just because he, he actually probably got God. more exposure, unfortunately. Uh, and I don't negative. even like this dude. Yeah, it's a negative exposure as well, man. But then. We gotta fix this. Come on, guys. Nah, this is the sweet you know science. What? You know what? This 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 past year, I, I think it's good. I think it's gonna be good and decent fight. You know, for us boxing lovers, but you know, for the casual fan, it may not have been with you. But me personally, I think next year is gonna be a really great year. I thought Ooh. last year, I thought last year was a was the best year in boxing that I've seen in many years, nope. like period. And I think that this this next year, 2017, is going to be really great because people have been disappointed that people are not fighting each other. Agreed. Everything's going to everything's going to happen next year. I'm, I'm definitely going to agree with you on that one, uh, just because with Dan Raphael making articles like this is is basically kind of provoke some of it because you see PBC the way they 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 released uh, seven their own little super six plus one, which is the final fights that they have announced for the beginning of 2017. They're they're trying to come strong and hard. Yeah. If, if anybody knows anything about boxing, you might have read some of the financial struggles they've gone through or, or bad investments or whatever really going on there. But either way, they're trying to save themselves because they got a nice little lineup set up. We're not going to go too big into those fights and who's fighting because we're going to predict them later. And you'll find out as you continue to listen with the sweet science of Squared Circle 101. And that's what we're here to talk about. Now... We got a fight weekend coming up here. Pretty big fight. Weekend, oh, actually. are there people fighting this weekend? Yeah, you know, a couple guys. One, one, one guy in there actually uh, that I forgot to write down a name. Um, I, I'm not even sure if I could pronounce his name right, but I, it's Shiming. It's I thought it was, it's Zhao Shiming. He was the two-time gold medal Olympian. Um, he signed with Top Rank. I think it's his fourth or fifth professional fight. Can you look at his record real quick? And he's uh, looks like he is fighting. I believe a Thai fighter here. Tyre Laos. It's uh, first name is Z O U, last name is S H I M I N G, or it might be the other way around. Zhao. I know, I know that much. Eh, it's just too shiming Zhao. 
S-H-I-M-I-N-G. But the guy he's fighting, um, he was a two-time Olympian. Uh, he, you might have seen him on the Pacquiao. He was on the Pacquiao versus Brandon Rios card when they, in Macau, China. Uh, the two the two events that Top Rank had there in Macau, China, he was uh, one of the guys in there as the opening fight. And it looks like he's fighting a guy uh, with a Thai last name here, Pretzke Prafram. Definitely Thai, so you know who I'm going for. That's for sure. I've never been impressed with Zhao Shiming. When you're a two-time Olympian and you don't come out like like Lomachenko, maybe you should have stayed the amateur and just live as a king in China. Because uh, he's only got, what, one, two, three, four, five, ten fights. This is going to be his tenth fight coming up. And it's against a guy who, let me, what's his record? What's this Thai guy's record? It's, uh, let's see here. We have 39 his, and 1. 39 and 1. Oh, okay. Good job. Good job. I, you, know, you know what's funny about Thai people? Now, they can never be in sports because their last days are so this long. This is exactly how racist stuff starts. These, you know, you know what I'm okay. about Thai people? Like, what? Well, they, 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 their names are so long. They can never be in professional American sports because the names won't fit on the jersey. But then they find these nicknames for themselves that have nothing to do close to their names. Like, I bet you this guy right here, his first name is spelled P-R-A... What was it? P-R-A-S-I-T-S-A-K. I bet you his nickname is, like, Sam. Not even... I don't know how they get it. I used to, I knew dudes growing up, his name was, like, Sampanong, and somehow their name was Tim. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I Let him be Americanized, man. That's right. Let him be Americanized. I mean, I'm gonna hit this guy up on Twitter and be like, "Yo, yo, yo, come holla at your boy." Especially when you're at the Thomas and Mac in Las Vegas. I know people there. You know, I, I know people that might be hanging out outside anyway to help you out. But uh, this should be an easy win for for Shiming uh, Zhao or Shiming Zhao. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. You're butchering it. I know that. I'm, I'm probably murdering it pretty bad. Then after that, I believe it's gonna be the Nonito Denaire versus Jesse Magdaleno. Who are you picking on this fight? Um, I like Filipino Flash. I'm going with Jesse Magdalene. Ooh, Leno. I like that one. Boy, I'm gonna go Vegas. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with him from Vegas. Reason why you got no need to go there. He's even though he's still a dangerous fighter like Pacquiao, he's at the tail end of his career. I, I feel he's at the tail end of the series. 37 wins, 24 knockouts, 3 losses. Though I mean, he still has a lot of fight left, but you got hunger, man. Hunger, man. So you got somebody who's uh, Jesse Magdaleno coming up, trying to make a name for himself. I now, I'm glad we didn't talk about this one too much, okay? Because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're boys. Because you're wrong on this one. Because Nonito Donaire... All right, the Filipino Flash, bro. Come on, man. This is the Filipino. This is the Flash. Yeah, he is going to catch. Now, Magdaleno got some fast hands, but he ain't got the knockout power like my man Nonito. And Nonito will catch him with that left hook, and he will rock him and back How, him what up. What are you talking about? My man has 17 knockouts and 23 wins, man. Nonito is known to just knock him out one punch. Magdaleno has to break him down. That's the difference. Now, that's my boy. He's from Vegas. He's representing Las Vegas from actually, actually from Las Vegas. So he's representing, but my man, the Filipino Flash, I think he knows what's at stake. He knows there's a bigger fight for him the, after this. The one thing I will give uh, Nonito, and the reason why I was kind of hesitant on the fight, uh, Nonito Donaire won. He lost his second professional fight. Which uh, which you give? No, no. Why don't you let me get there? Why don't you let me get there? He lost the second. He, he lost the second professional fight, which I'm not going to hold him for. Sergio Martinez but, did too. 
Interrupt me again, man. I'm treating you like one of my ladies. Interrupt me again. Uh, the the fight you? after the <laughs> <laughs> the and then the only two fights he lost after that was to Nicholas Walters, who has a champion who has a championship I uh, that coming. Right I told me to not and then and then Guillermo Rigondeau. Everybody so all your losses, out, I give them passes on. Yeah, so all solid. three of his losses, like, those, are, those, yeah, are, those yeah. are three. Like the first one, you just Rigando on there. It's like a loss to Mayweather, though. Yeah, ex- Rigando, he needs. A, I think he needs to move up a weight class, man. He, yep. he 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 has to. He has to prove himself. I lo- I lo- I, lo- I still I don't think he. I, I don't. I know he can. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be a problem when he do it. So. Well, we're gonna agree to disagree. We're gonna see who's right, which I usually right, am most of the time. And then I'll be able to. I'm, one thing I love about Great Pod is that you won't be able to see me doing my touchdown dance when I'm right on here until until we're on Facebook Live or something. But that's just in the future. And the only way to get to that level is to make sure that you guys tell everybody else about us. Share it on SoundCloud. Make sure you follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on iTunes. And follow us in Google Play. <laughs> We need these follows. We need these subscriptions because we're trying to get to the next level. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. We're here to bring you the sweet science and discuss it. We have many people that aren't boxing fans listening in because we can break it down pretty simple. This is the 101. This is the lessons. We're here to let you know and let you learn. And we're not going to get too in-depth with it. We might talk more smack than we get in-depth with it because that's Talking Smack 101 at Twitter. That's where you hit us up. Make sure you hit us up on Gmail at Squared Circle 101 and download the app. It's available in, in, in the App Store and Google Play. Oscar Valdez versus Hiroshiji Hiroshig Osawa. Another name that you probably butchered. I should have um, just said Mr. Osawa. You just you just to say Oscar Valdez and the other guy. I feel like because I saw his family. Now. <laughs> I hope he doesn't come after me like that. We're never going to get picked up with your racism. <laughs> I, I can't be racist. I'm half Asian. So, uh, doing the research and looking at it, no, it wasn't too no, much that I could no. find out. It wasn't too much I could find out about this guy. I mean, I watched one of his fights. He scored a first down knockout in his last fight that he had earlier looked, this year. It was a good knockout. It was an okay. He's going to get slaughtered, man. Oscar Valdez is just way too talented, which yeah. is why I love that guy, man. Oscar Valdez, he's never had a fight. I don't care who he is. This is his first title defense. This is his first title defense. But this is exactly, this fight is the reason why I'm pushing, or I push for unification bouts. Yes, yes, yes. Because the guy. What weight division is Valdez? uh, He's a featherweight, 126. 126. Who's the top guys in 126? Uh, Lee Selby. Okay. Gary Russell Jr. Woo. Carl Frampton. Woo. That means Leo Santa Cruz is there. Uh, Scott Quigg is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is a nice little division. Yeah, it, is. Hey, it really is. Rigando, go to 126. School these cats. Hey, Stop hey, fronting, man. Hey. They ain't that much bigger. Stop fronting. Now, I'll be entertained. Nobody else might be because of your, your skills, but show these cats, man. Because at least Selby is solid. Carl Frampton is solid. Valdez is solid. You know? So, um, now the WBO, the WBO has uh, Hiroshige Osawa. He had, they have him as the number one contender. He had, they have him as the number one contender. Mm-hmm. I honestly think Oscar Valdez is gonna gonna murder this dude, and then he's gonna have to. There's gonna be no choice but to unify unify uh, these bouts because anybody else. Uh, the pressure's on boxing right now. Okay, mm-hmm. the pressure's on boxing because we heard a while what happened this past uh, couple weeks in New York with the Bella Entertainment canceling fights. 
and uh, because of uh, the, these news insurance laws in um, New York, in yeah. New York, so the pressure's on for boxing. Now I'm starting to notice that Japanese fighters are becoming the new Mexican fighters. Have you noticed that? Yeah, we talked about that before. We did, right? Just, because they're just pure entertainment. Now, they're brawlers. Granted, now, granted, they have a long way to go mm -hmm. to get the stigma of the Mexican fighters. So we're mm -hmm. not even saying that. But what we are saying is that they give you entertainment, entertainment? and they go for broke every, every single, single fight. Time. So it, it's that they they got that Mexican blood and kind of like yeah. that. They're never gonna be. Saying. They're never gonna be slouches. They're never gonna not keep fighting. They're not gonna give their best. These guys are definitely still honorable fighters, and I love watching any Japanese fighter that steps. Anytime they come into U.S. soil to fight, but you, Oscar you know, Valdez is not. You know, boy. this um, boy's bad. I love. I like what you. I like what you said. The boxing uh, pressures on boxing right now for people to start making these fights. Mm -hmm. What I think they should do to make it. To make it like I don't know if it's these fighters nowadays are just so focused on legacy mm -hmm. and how they're going to be looked at because Mayweather's claim to fame I'm undefeated I did this I did that that's understandable but you got fighters in the 70s 80s and early 90s that have multiple losses and they're still getting respected we're still we're still talking we're we're talking about Cotto we're talking about Pacquiao. Pacquiao we're talking about cats like that so. We can if we can get Nobody it back to the there. if we can get it back to the I mean those three losses were you know uh, excusable but if we can get it to back to where people can have five losses mm -hmm. and still make a lot of money because they provide entertainment mm -hmm. instead of just how your legacy is going to look because you lost one or two times then I think we'll get into a boxing will be in a better place especially since like the pressures only might be coming from 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 MMA because but they're nobody's undefeated in MMA. exactly and that's why but exactly. what do they do they make the fights that people want to mm -hmm. see so boxing needs to get back to that that way they can and boxing doesn't need to get back to that I mean they're lucky that the UFC is running out of fighters because they, they they have a good moment for next year to be able to take advantage of and make the right fights to show our dominance. Because this is the sweet science. Can't nobody just walk into boxing and just be a champ? You can't do it. It's not possible because it's chess, not checkers. You have to be able to have your ringsmanship. You have to be able to throw that jab. There's no takedowns in boxing. You can't cry in boxing. There's no crying in boxing. You know what I'm saying? Now, the main event of that night... Are you ready to talk about this one? Man, are you ready to talk I, about this one? I know who I'm picking. Are you picking the same person as me? I'm picking Manny you know Pacquiao. What? No, I'm going to take Jesse Vargas. What? Uh, I'm going to I'm going to give you I'm going to give you my reason why. You better have a good reason no. why here. The you, reason why the reason why I'm going to take Jesse Vargas one cuz you have no imagination and you would to pick the typical fighter. I'm wearing to, a Spider-Man t-shirt. You tell me I have no imagination? What's wrong with you? <laughs> so you're going to take the typical fighter who's going to win. Jesse Vargas has the in, you know. Jesse I, Vargas, hood pass, yes or no? No. Okay. He has a natural ability to draw you into an ugly fight. Ooh, that's a good point. It's just watching, just watching, just watching right Jesse Vargas fight just from Saddam Ali, who was a better boxer than Jesse Vargas, to Timothy Brandley, Antonio DeMarco. Yeah. Wale Amatoso, he he always has them. They don't necessarily go to the game plan. He makes it ugly, mm -hmm. which goes into his favor. So Pacquiao, as we know, he goes. He always goes forward. Mm -hmm. He never goes back. He always goes. So with that, I think that plays into Jesse Vargas's favor. And as long as he can capitalize, you know, Pacquiao de definitely is going to have the 
the advantage of the experience, experience. and who and who he's fought. Mm-hmm. But Jesse Vargas, if he can make it ugly, he can win. It's not going to be a knockout, but he can win. He can win a close decision fight. Look, the way that the the way that the first Timothy Bradley Manny Pacquiao fight went, I don't see why Jesse Vargas couldn't win this one. That's a very very good point. I know, I know, because I, uh, I know this. I'm, I'm, I'm good, actually I'm proud of you on this one. Oh, uh, you are. Yeah, yeah. Geez, look, man, I got, I got, <laughs> I got one, I got, man, I got one blood child, but mad children. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm proud of you the most, my friend. I'm proud of you the most because you I'm just, glad you, that you've did learned. You, did you just sun me? I just sunned you, son. Because I, I, sh- I shine like one. That was that was a very good point, and it's gonna be hard to. Hard to debate that one with you, but Manny Pacquiao is Manny Pacquiao. He's Manny Pacquiao. Pac-Man. He's and Pacquiao. I've seen him, he looks like he's in love with boxing again. Now, whether he can, we're going to find out how much he still loves it because being a politician and being a fighter, you could argue that this is the same jobs, yeah. but at the same time, they're not. Now, there was a lot of talk about him looking tired in training camp when he first got in it. Well, I even, not even no. that. I, I think. When they say once you're considering retiring, you're retired. You're retired. So it took a lot for him to even get this fight. So if you're just like, ah, I don't know whether I want to go back or forth, man, your heart got to be in now, this, man. Now, I believe that Bob Arum squeezed Pacquiao for the last fight in his contract to make him take this fight. But this would be the last fight in his contract, and I think he's starting to realize that. Self-promotion. Because they're talking about that fight with him and Crawford. Now, Bob Arum, being the genius he is at 99 years old, however old he is, um, he promotes Terrence Crawford, my man Bud. So if Pacquiao, even if once his promotional obligations are done, a fight with him and Crawford—that's his—that—that's all his side of the money. Bob Arum still gets his. That's gonna be a bigger fight with this one. And I think Pacquiao is realizing that and liking that dollar amount because he wants to save his entire island of the Philippines. Yeah. I think he will come through and dominate this now. I like. I really like what you said about Jesse Vargas because it's making me change some of the things I'm thinking about. Here, <laughs> right? Because I was reading an article about Vargas talking about how he's going to KO him like Marquez, so that means he's going to be looking for that straight right hand all looking, night. Yeah. Hopefully, Pacquiao's smart enough to know. But that in and out and that power is another level of class. Timothy Bradley to me is one of the baddest men on the men on the planet, and Pacquiao happens to be that dude who has his number. But his even time, even the third fight, Bradley said that his timing got better. His power is the same, but his timing got better because he got smarter. Yeah. And I think he's gonna show that with Jesse Vargas. I don't know. The man. only, the only, good one. the only thing is uh, when you go with looking for a punch like uh, Marquez or anything. <sighs> the game, the, I understand game planning. I really understand game planning. But boxing is one of those sports where you have to impose your will. So it's mm-hmm. just like when you impose your will, it's no matter what they do, as long as I stick to my game plan, I'm gonna do that. I don't want them to look for the one punch. Not, you, look, man, you got 27 wins and only 10 knockouts, man. Power's not your thing, bro. Mm-hmm. Sit there, <laughs> slug it out, and get this decision, man. There's a lot of people thinking this might be Pacquiao's first knockout, first knockout since uh, Miguel Cotto. I was just about to. Say, I was just literally about to say, when's the last time Pacquiao had? When's the last time Pacquiao had a knockout? Miguel Cotto. Miguel Cotto. That was the last time he knocked anybody out. So. Well, I don't know. This well, is gonna be a- he, I mean, he, you can't call it a knockout, but what he did to Chris Algieri, man, he knocked him down more than a few times. Girl so. Man stopped him. Yeah. But, um. This is, I think this, I think this, uh. Vargas Pacquiao fight will be a lot more entertaining than anybody thinks. Yeah. It I will think be. people are going to be disappointed that they don't pay for the fight. Uh, we're going to definitely. 
chip in on the fight and watch it. Yeah. Uh, for anybody who's listening to us locally, we'll be at Cheers Tacoma in Tac Town watching the fight. So if you want to come chill with Squared Circle 101, come chill with us. And let's just hang out. Let's talk about sweet science. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at TalkinSmack101. And also follow us at the Play Store and iTunes at Squared Circle 101 because that's what we're here to talk about. Yo, is that track hot or what, man? That 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 Bruce Leroy track right there. What yeah, man, it's uh, Bruce Leroy. He's he's pretty filthy, man. I'm not even gonna lie. And no. the thing is, like, with local artists, like I'll, I'll listen to him, I'll give him a lit, but I legit like this guy. Not even just because he's a fan of bars, but like he made me a fan of his yo, just by listening yo, to him. No, yo, man, he got yo, he has yo, stop yo. stop. You, boxing is what you would do. Boxing is what you think. Yo, <laughs> you, you're here yo. with me. You're here with me. Uh, one of the things uh, I did want to discuss too, which I was really, really, really excited about, was you got a fight that's coming up. Uh, Dennis Shafakov. Showboxing generation? Yep. Mm -hmm. Versus Richard Comey. Now, Ooh, we talked about a good fight. Now, the reason why this fight is significant is because whoever wins this fight is lined up to fight for the WBA title against Robert Easter Jr. Now, those two names, you've heard us mention them before. Possible. Richard Richard Comey, one of the fights of the year candidate with Robert Easter Jr. Yep. earlier this that year. If you fight, look at man. our recent bouts, that it's in there. Fight. You can watch it. You, a lot of people felt that Robert Easter Jr. lost. It could have went either, either way. way. You can't be disappointed. I'm not in the fight. disappointed so was, in the Easter Junior with the yeah, win. I'm not, I'm I not thought Komei won, but I'm not I, mad at all. It does. I can't. Fight, I that can't. Was a great and fight. Dennis Shafikov beat Bro. the U.S. champion oh. Jamel Herring, the up and comer man. Like so, that was he, he, he struck. He struck, a, he struck a blow to America right there, man. If you're gonna be mad at anything, you should have been mad at that. You that so. So that's going to be uh, their fight is going to be on the seventh of uh, December. Oh, so that's be, this be on, year. yeah. That's so be be on the look at that. So like that's going to be a good fight in itself. And then of course for Richard I'm, Comey, this is a very big opportunity for him. To he needs to himself. win this fight. I want him. To, if he I'm, wants that he rematch. Me, he needs he to win made this fight. Me a, he made me a fan of him. He made me a fan. I believe he's destined for greatness. I hope he gets the right decision. I hope everybody can judge it honestly and i hope he just dominates so this way he don't have to worry about that man but this is gonna be a tough fight to dominate i don't see this fight going the distance at all I nah I, not at all man can we pull up uh what's his name dennis what dennis shaka Sh khan did, did you just call my man shaka khan shaka khan i hate shaka khan. Shaka khan. that's the russian version of it i've, I've seen it so it sounds like that would be like uh semi-pro so what do you want to know about this guy let's let's just talk about it let's look at his resume here he's a bad 30, 37 wins two losses 20 knockouts man Ooh. so he, he Ooh, lost right. to, lost to Rancis Bartholomew who's a solid boxer he's 23 he's Ooh. Bartholomew's 23 and 0 so. he's ever lost to Miguel Vasquez which is another solid loss Miguel Vasquez is one of the most underrated fighters at that weight division his, he lost his title to Mickey Bay in a very close fight. Okay, nice little resume. What, how many knockouts he got? 20. 20? Richard Comey, you got to bring it. This is a winnable fight, but you're going against a very dangerous fighter. Either way, 
Robert Easter Jr. is going to have some problems. He's going to have some problems. You better get a tune-up, brother. You better get a tune-up right now. You better work out. You better work out all them kings. Now, get them cheeks kings. out. Make sure you download that Squared Circle app, okay? Because it's available in the App Store. It's available in Google Play. Tell your friends about us because we need some feedback. We need some ratings. If you subscribe to us in iTunes, give us a rating, please. Five star, one star. If there's a negative option, go ahead and do it because we want to get better for you. This is your power hour of pure entertainment. Are you not entertained? Hey, so uh, another thing that's uh, coming up now, too, is we we touched on it last week because we were talking about Carl Frampton fighting uh, Lee Selby. They were trying to see if they can make that bout instead. done. Instead. But instead, the rematch, which we kind of hoped for with Leah Santa Cruz, is going to happen instead. Where are they going to fight? Did they, stay in, did they say where yet? Uh, they probably did, but I didn't look it up. Let's, I mean, let's we find can, out I mean, because this is going to be a very cool, good fight now. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen eventually, so we can always discuss that. You well, know, Leo whenever. Santa Cruz, though, he, he, he tried to use an excuse saying because his father was sick. I picked Frampton to win. Who's right about that? You were right. One more time. You were right. Just like it was one of your quotes. I love your quotes, by the way. <laughs> that, that, that might be next that might be next week's quote. Just, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're not going to pick anything on this. Leo Santa Cruz is a very smart, very dangerous fighter who throws a lot of punches. Carl Frampton's very I didn't slick. Think he, I didn't think Leo Santa Cruz fought his game. I don't think so either. I don't think he fought his fight. So, especially going in there now... If he didn't fight he his better fight, hope they he's, fight in I think I think Carl Frampton is going to look at it very differently. Leo Santa Cruz with that one, so hopefully uh, Ricky Hatton has more tricks up his sleeve to get this done. Carl hey, but Frampton, Carl Frampton looked good. He, he no slouch. He, he no slouch. He, he was good, prepared so. last time, and he ain't no slouch. That that's man. It'll be another good fight because that last one was good. Now let's just talk about a little bit of history right now. Now today is you'll be listening to this on Thursday, which is November third, and. On November 3rd, 2001, Zab Judah fought Casa Zoo. So, a little background to this, and I'm going to get there. I always tell you guys to walk with me because I, I may take a little bit. So, I'm in Portland. I'm in Portland, and then it's me, a whole bunch of friends. My boy Reggie's out there, my homegirl Melissa, my homegirl Erica. All, we're, we're deep. Alicia, we're all out there. We're out there deep. And then we're walking no, it's at the end of the club night. Everybody's had a little bit too much of everything that night. So we're, we're kicking it. We're walking. And then we see this girl, real pretty girl, walking across the street. And you can tell this girl, I, I don't know why somebody didn't grab her keys from her, but she was walking alone. But she kept falling over, walking to her car. Like, literally, we, record, we recorded her. Typical Americans. We didn't help her. We just put her on film. Typical American stuff. We just put her on film. You, and, and, and she kept walking like Eric. She get up and she take, she take four, four or five steps and then fall over again. We don't quit. And then I just I called her Bambi. Do you remember Bambi? Now we may be silent. We may be a little bit old, but when Bambi first came out, remember when Bambi first started started learning how to walk? And she couldn't get her legs together. This is what happened at Costa Zoo. This is what happened to Zab Judah and Costa Zoo. He hit him, and then what most even Zab Judah is a veteran at the sport. This is a never world champion. Nobody. Never ducked never nobody. Duck Best luck. Always a great fighter. But he did what he did. He did an amateur move. He got up fast. Too fast. Don't look. If I'm laying in bed, yeah, 
and I get up too fast. I'm lightheaded. Fuck time my shoes. Fuck time my shoes. I get up too fast. I'm sitting right I'm back down. I'm lightheaded. Look, take the standing eight count. Take the take the knee. Yeah. Take the knee. Take the knee. Take but the knee. your man got up too fast, and then Bambi Look, all over again. This is your his power legs, hour of pure His legs could not get up under him. If he you need some entertainment, over. look up Zab <laughs> Judah versus Kasazu. That's Z A B J U D A H versus. K-O-S-T-Y-A-T-S-Y-Z-U. That's a whole name, Kasazu. That's a first and last name. Hey. Look it up because it's a great fight, <laughs> but it's even better at the end. Bambi. 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 And, and he was even trying to talk smack to the dude. His, he had his hand in his look, face and everything. Look, Bambi. That's all I can say. He His legs were not like... His legs was not working. Not there. His brain all. and his head were saying two different things. Now, another good fight that happened on uh, November 3rd was Joe Calzaki versus Mikkel Kessler. Mikkel Kessler's first loss versus from Joe Calzaki, who is arguably one of the best fighters of all time. You could probably put him in the top 20 for sure. Beat Roy Jones, Mikkel Kessler. He's got a great resume. Um, retired a little earlier than he thought. And that was another great fight to watch. If you want to see some good entertainment, look it up. Michael Kessler was the first guy, the only guy I ever thought was, well, it's okay, I get to say that. The first guy I thought that would have beat Andre Ward. The second guy I thought should have done it was my man, the Cobra, Carl Frock. But they both psh, made me look like I didn't know nothing about boxing, that's for sure. Because SOG, school damn. Hey, so, and then also, finally, fi finally the rocket. No, I'm just, <laughs> your boy Danny Garcia finally manned up. And they're scheduled to take the fight with Keith Thurman the first quarter of next year. So within the first three, within the first four After months. After 12 long months of heart negotiations. Uh, yeah, right. No. So this makes. Now, I'm looking, up, I'm looking up a lot of stuff on this fight. You know, we've talked about this and we're glad that this has finally happened. To me. Very glad that this has finally happened. To me. Because I'm, I'm a little tough on how. This how this is gonna be when we make this decision. So the thing about this is it gives something to look it get to. well it gives to look forward to, but it gives Danny Garcia a pass on fighting Sammy Vargas. <sighs> nice little quick pass. It gives you a quick pass because the thing you're everybody's talking about how Danny Garcia is cherry picking and his Sammy Vasquez got knocked out so, by Earl Spence. Let's end on this note here actually. Let's pull up. Let's pull up Danny Garcia real quick, and let's see who's got the better resume. We're not going to make a decision, because I like one time, and I'm a fan of Danny of Swift Garcia. But we're going to just do a little quick comparison on who's got the better resume. Because this is going to be a very entertaining fight next year that we might try to hold ourselves from discussing too much about until the fight week. Yeah. It might, we might have to watch a lot of movies and make sure we don't talk about this before we record. Because Danny, Danny Swift Garcia, he I just read an article where he said he became the face of Philadelphia boxing. If you heard last week's show with Bump City, what he said about Philly and Philly there's fighters. More, there's more boxing gyms than there's 7-Elevens on the corner. That's insane, but I believe it. If you look on any map that's known for its sports in Philly, it's still a boxing glove. So Danny Garcia, let's see who we so got here. We got Danny Garcia. So what, what you want to know? Let, let, let's, let's go down a little bit. Let's see with some names here. Let's so go down Robert, a little bit more. Robert Guerrero. Right here. Let's start right about there on his 18. On his, we'll start with his 21st fight. Nate Campbell. That's a solid opponent. Kendall Holt. That's a solid win. Eric Morales. 
I don't know. He's a little old now. They did Amir Khan. Amir Khan yeah. was dominating yeah. everybody. He knocked yeah. him out. Eric Morales, again, it's a filler. Zab Judah. Yeah. Very close fight. He even said that was his toughest fight of his life. Lucas Matisse. His most impressive Lu fight to date. To me, yeah. Lucas Matisse. The Mauricio that. Herrera, arguably a fight that a lot of people thought he lost. Rod Selka. Yeah. Why are you even on this man's resume? Lamont Peterson was another was another that, one that got not me. Not entertaining fight. Not impressed with either one of those guys on that fight. I was so disappointed with that bout. That was but Polly Malinaji, man. Nah, that was a rough one. To watch. You'll find any way to bring up Polly Malinaji. Hey, you will. Oh, so you are you accusing me saying that I should look up his fight so I can talk about my man? But I, I, you know what? You you're a lot smarter than you lead on. What's what's the anti-Semite word for Italians? Spell anti-Semite. A-N-T-I-S-E. -S I M I T I. I don't know, so I don't, know. I don't even. Oh, oh you know what? Call me out of my wrong. All right, who's next on there? For so, no, this is this is Keith Thurman. So okay. Sean Parr. So let's Sean go down Parr, a little bit more. Let's go Lewis down Colazzo, more. Robert so we, I said eighteen is where nineteen is where I stopped at. So nineteen, Orlando Laura. No idea who you are. Carlos Quintana. He, I remember that fight. He put him in the retirement, but that's like fighting Eric Morales. Not really that impressive. Who's after that one? We got uh, Jan Zavik. Now Jan Zavik. From some country that we never heard of, had the IBF title at one point and defended it a couple times. Got dominated by Keith Thurman. That is not that impressive of a win. Now, Diego Chavez, that's a solid win. You remember him? Yeah. Fought to draw Bradley. Jesus Soto Carras. Got oh. rocked, got hurt in that fight, came back and won. Leonard Bundu. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, first, I thought that was a good win until I saw what Spence did to him. I don't know. Yeah. The Spence is a different animal. Now, Robert we'll Guerrero fought both these guys. Who do you think gave Guerrero... Who do you think dominated Guerrero more? Danny Garcia. Okay, I like that. I like that. Luis Colazzo, a little older fighter. Mm -hmm. um, I thought he started coming on near the later rounds. I was surprised that he quit and didn't finish. Sean Porter, a very, very good fight. So based off that alone, man, I like one time. Are, are we making picks right now? No. Nope. Nope. I'm saying who do you think we have a better resume? Man, I want to say third. Danny Garcia. I, I can't I can't bring Danny myself Garcia. to do it. I can't bring myself to do it. Danny Garcia. It doesn't mean I'm gonna pick him. Danny Garcia. But we can wait till next next year to talk about that one the first quarter so, of boxing. But also uh the kind of piggyback on this. So we're getting see you see how we're getting all happy and excited for Next year? Next year, these fights. And this year ain't even done yet. We still haven't even got look, past the, probably look, the best I fight honestly, of the year. I honestly think I brought this up, and now will be the last three episodes. Overlooking Sammy Vargas, because remember how when Tyson got beat by Buster Douglas, he was out. That, that was supposed he to was be. Who was a schoolgirl? Who who no, no. Who was at that fight? Because that was supposed to be the potential fight afterwards. Vander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield. Real so deal. overlooking Buster Douglas. Is what got you KO'd, and mm -hmm. we didn't get the Holyfield fight until long until later. They had a condom, bro, <laughs> instead of an inswell for my man's eye. So that's some BS right there. Never overlook the opponent in never front look, of you. Never, never overlook, overlook the, the opponent, opponent in, front in front of you. That that is another good quote on there, but that's not the quote of the day. Hit me with that quote of the day one more time. Don't get good at some shit you don't like. Don't so, love. You know they say. If you find a job you like, you never work a day in your life. And that is another, that is, just goes right off of that quote. Don't waste your time doing something that you don't love doing just because it pays the check. Yeah, you got to pay the bills, 
but there's time in the day. There's you gotta make time for yourself. Hours in the day. You gotta make time. You gotta for make yourself. time for yourself. You gotta make time for your family. You gotta find a way to balance it out. Like we have, we have found a way to bring you the sweet science every Thursday. Make sure you tell everybody about us. Talking Smack 101 at Twitter, Squared Circle 101 at Gmail. Download the app Squared Circle. It's available in the App Store and in iTunes. You got anything else you want to add, my brother? No, I'm done talking to y'all. You done talking to y'all? Talking to talking to me. Both. Both. Haha. <laughs> yeah. You know what we talk about. Quick shout out again to my man Ronnie at Twitter at the firstborn. That's T H E number one S T born. And my man Chill Out Leroy. That's Twitter at Chill Out Leroy. Make sure you give my man's album too, man. It's Definitely. called home, man. If anything, Bruce go to look at him go up. to SoundCloud. Just down. Listen to the single. The boy can spit. I can spit too. But we'll, we'll cover ah. that another day. But we talking about the sweet science. Make sure you subscribe. And we out. Ah.